All right, are you ready? All right, we need to get this song pumped up right now because this is the ultimate jam that pumps me up. That pumps me up every time. So, uh, a little bit of exhibit for everybody to start this, off. This does. Uh, this does it for you. To start up this episode of the Far Out Podcast. Uh, New exhibit. It's called Motherfucker. <laughs> Shout out, host Sony Urban. Pin my ride, Mike bitch. Big Brody, baby Paul, Footy. You make the dance look crazy. Uh. I know you're scheming, have you leaving, screaming, fuck you, pay me. LA got tons of Damies. Let's put that hat All in, right. baby, and try to squeeze you for every penny that you thought of making. Uh. Just fucking vicious, can't make the wrong decisions. They have you shot up and shot up, caught up behind some bitches. Handle your business, homie, cause ain't no homies in business. So many people in this business be so fucking phony. I see right through them traps. These niggas running yaks, but when it really cracked, them pussy oh niggas God. running laps. I gotta hit that hook. Tracks. My favorite coming stacks and stacks of rubber bands. Stick it in the paper uh. bag. Let's let the henny flow. Go where you wanna Bobby go. My party heavy, set ready, said baby, here we go. It's not a fucking game. You know my fucking name. Yeah. I'm number one with a motherfucking bullet. Here we go. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. The right of me is the great Buck Perez. What it do, bitch, please. <laughs> and to the left. Little man. Great man. Big man. Strong warrior. Strapping. I like Elliot. that. Elliot Dagan. I like that. I'm going to be. I'm gonna refer to myself as strapping from now on. Strapping. I, you know, I just noticed his name is XZ Ibit. <laughs> like I didn't like I listened to his songs and I didn't understand X to the Z. Right. Like, I wasn't really aware. Did you never know that? Never got this. <laughs> Cuz I didn't really buy his shit. You know, uh, Bitch Please was a good track, but he's with Snoop on that, right? Uh It was more of a Snoop track. That that's why you liked it. Yeah, you, exactly. And then yeah, I saw him on the TV on Pimp My Ride and shit. And I just thought he was kind of whack. You just uh you just glazed over whenever they put his name on the screen. X. Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> I went to an album release party for Exhibit what? Like way back in the day, like at the Wiltern, me and uh, my man Steve sitting in there. But uh, thank you, everybody, for coming back to the Far Out Podcast. Now, much as you did not know how Exhibit spelt his name, there's a lot of common misconceptions out there in the world about various things. There's a lot of truths that we hold self-evident that we believe, but actually historically or whatever, are not true. Inaccurate. Wow. Inaccurate. And we're going to get into those later on the show. That's the crux of the conversation on Far Out today. But besides that, a couple little things I want to hit before we get into that. Uh, if you're a new listener to the show, because we have a lot of new listeners, um, we've been getting a huge amount of people downloading our back catalog. And yes, we, thank you. Thank you, all the new people coming in. So it, it, I, I hate it when I listen to people's podcasts and they're all solicitous, like, do this, do that. But uh, we do do the show for free. All we ask of you is uh, to, to go to iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. You know, uh, No matter where you are in the world, uh, rate us on iTunes. Uh, be honest. You know, Three stars is all we ask, if you can hit that up. But uh, I'd like to uh, turn the conversation for a moment over to a certain percentage of people that listen to the show. And that is uh, people like me, and uh, it's the bald. Oh, I'm. You have a full head of hair, Elliot yep. Buck. You have a full head of hair. Full widow's peak head of hair. 
but I'm still holding on to what I got. You know, you know, for for the bald out there, we need our own songs too. Like Willow Smith has, I whip my hair back and forth, right? And that's for the haired, the haired people. They have songs like that. You we know, are really into pop culture, my friend. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you know, Willow Smith's hit <laughs> single. I whip my hair back and forth. You I, don't know I, that? No. I don't even know who no. Willow Smith Willow is. Smith. Uh, Will Smith and uh, Jada Pinkett Beard's daughter. Yeah. And she has I whip my hair back and forth. But for the bald, we need some, some good music. So, Elliot, if you could pass me my acoustic guitar, I have a, I have a song oh. that's kind of dedicated to the bald person's experience. Elliot, if you can... Oh, maybe I'll just grab the guitar. Moving. He's not moving at this point. <laughs> yeah, um... I, I would say it's a, it's an unheard voice. I would say exactly. We are yeah. a, a vocal. We are mi- a minority without a voice. You are the I, silent minority. I have no idea what you guys are talking about right now. So the Baldies. Yeah, that's not me. Whoa, hey, <laughs> that's <laughs> a, that, that is a racist term, <laughs> sir. Whoa, 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 the Baldies. They oh, they prefer to be called hairless human individuals. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's, we're ba- we're balders. It's <laughs> oh, like God. Trekkie. You don't say Trekkie. It's Balder, Trek-er. Colorado. So here's a song that goes out to all uh, my bald friends and family out there. Brethren and sistren. I had an experience some will understand. While taking a shower, I found some hair in my hands. My hairy palms were caused by too much personal beating. It was only just because my hairline's receding I found hair everywhere, including my bed And everybody's eyes started staring at my forehead I tried to be a comb-over man, tried really hard But in the end I just kept looking like John Luke Picard Should I shave it? Start looking like Destro Or leave some hair on the sides Like the dad of Larry Mondello Covered up with a hat Sometimes that looks tight Or get a sweet do-rag like Tupac And start living the thug life I decided to cut it short So I don't look like a chump Never gonna sell out with a comb over like Donald Trump. Rogaine is for suckers, so is Regenix shampoo. I never gotta worry about lice inside my hair, too. In the end, I'm embracing the few hairs that I have. When it's time to go to church, I put on three flowers and slick it back. But I never waste money on no fancy haircut. Never brush off my shoulders, cause I don't get dandruff. Only sad things days, my friends with bald heads. We can't hang out in public without looking like right said Fred. Cause I'm too sexy for my hair Girls wanna get me in the nude But if you wanna get lucky Rub my head like the Buddha These are thoughts My bald head These are thoughts My bald head thoughts My bald head These are thoughts My bald head
Very nice. Smattering Thank you. Of My heart goes out to the. That that's going to be the, uh, the the rally and cry. That's the anthem. Like sisters are doing it for themselves or for right. the women out there. That's for the bald the bald people. I see you, Larry David. Uh, what's his face? Uh, George Costanza. Yeah, everyone just standing there singing this together. A la we are the world. <laughs> we are the bald. Yeah, but you're wearing the Michael Jackson jacket, which makes it really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and the, the glove. Yeah, exactly. I like. I like how in the the We Are the World video they have everybody and they're getting all excited and Michael's just standing there kind of stiff and he's just kind of bobbing back and forth. Just right. Like, yeah, the world. It's 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 beautiful. It's beautiful. So that's a song from my people. Now, no. I have a, I have a friend actually that uh, I I won't name this gal, but she works for the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. The Doyers. Los Doyers. Nice. And uh, she works for the Dodgers in the uh, like the, like the promotion department, marketing, promotions, marketing. And you know that whenever you go to a baseball game, there's certain nights when like you know the Dodgers are playing like some shit team where they have like Hello Tom- Kitty, Hello Kitty Dodger <laughs> Night, Star Wars, Star wow. Wars Dodger Night. They have that at uh, in Oakland, I know at the A's games, <laughs> they they do that a lot. Um, and they have all these different kinds of promotions, like. And the first forty thousand people in attendance get you know get a free bag or they get a free beach towel. I got a I got a free kids bat that says the Dodgers bat, but I had to pick it up at Target. You had to get a voucher for it. Wow. Well, because they don't want to give a bunch of Dodger fans bats. bats they used right? to do that back in the day. Remember that yeah. was a bad mistake. <laughs> and I uh, I remember being a kid when I first got my car. One of the things I kept on me at all times was a little small blue Dodger bat, just in case anyone fucked with me. Yeah, it was like a weapon. Yeah. Well, it, when I was, was robbed, well Oscar and I were robbed by a guy in San Pedro. <laughs> that had, no, it was an angel bat. Oh, oh that's even worse. That's, yeah. That's so offensive. That's yeah. just terrible. Yes, definitely. Uh, Los Angeles Angels of Fucking Anaheim. Angels. What a bitch. But, <laughs> but, but the guy who robbed me was a Raider fan, which was, he was actually wearing a Raiders jacket, which I should have been like, hey, we're both Raider fans here, but you know. So years ago. But, so at Dodger Stadium, they have all these different ones. And- nope. Whoa. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> Good. And so, um, I went, last time I went actually to the game, I went and uh, it was it was like some it was natural balance foods dog night and if you sat out in the bleachers you could bring your dog to the game and my That's wife cool. and I That's yeah. my wife and I didn't know this and we, so we're sitting there we're like oh my god we could have brought our dog but like you have to be out in the pavilion you have to be out in the shit seats uh, if you want to bring your dog but I was like Furry Murray's a huge baseball fan so it would have been really cool uh, and he would have had something to tell the aliens when they abducted him the other day allegedly. So as no far alleging. as that happened, that happened, Todd. As you far as the it. biggest thing is bobblehead, right? Like they, if they made bobbleheads of us, those would sell they, out. Uh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, they do a big bobblehead series. They actually have Vince Scully, which was the night I wanted to go, but missed out on. Yo, bobblehead. The thing is, bobbleheads are like beanie babies for males, old males. Yeah, yeah. I, I never got the bobblehead thing, but one time uh, when I worked at the, the radio station, uh, Louis Anderson. <laughs> Louis okay. Anderson, no Brian radio station. Louis Anderson, he, 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 yeah, he was in the radio station. And he's like, I have a bobblehead. I want to send you, and he, he never sent me the bobblehead. <laughs> that's creepy. That's, yeah, that's actually probably for the better. But so I have a list here from a, a friend of mine. Told me that there are certain promotions that they they get propo- they get proposals from potential sponsors all the time because these things are always sponsored by a company. Like you get your Dodger B- Beach blanket, and it's sponsored by. 
Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Copper tone. Copper tone. Oh, Something like that. So these are the top five failed Los Angeles Dodgers promotions. All right. You ready for this? Ready for this, Paul? Number five. <laughs> Lawn Gnome Night. Mm. Sponsored by Home Depot. Oh, there we go. I'd actually like a Dodger Lawn Gnome. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But the, the problem is it's a bunch of people... You know, walking around with 40-pound lawn gnomes at Dodger Stadium, it's going to get bad. I'd rather have a lawn jockey night, you know. Racist. <laughs> well, that'd be pretty awesome, yeah? <laughs> Jackie Robinson lawn jockey night. Come Inappropriate, Buck. It would work. I'd get that. That would work. That's a racist move, by the way, the black lawn jockey. Oh, why? Because there's no black. It's a jockey. There's no black jockey. There's so... <laughs> Yeah, like no, if you had a Hispanic one or a white one, it might be okay because yeah, that's that what sense. all the. I do have a, at my parents' pet. We have a white one. Remember? Uh, I thought you were going to say you have a Hispanic one. <laughs> <laughs> Did they paint him over? No, it was given to us white. But I, th- <laughs> <laughs> but I, I saw that as more of like you know the 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 palette on which you paint on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's we, a blank canvas. That's what I'm saying. Like we're supposed to take it from here. Yeah. <laughs> they gave a and, wink when they gave it color. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. One unpainted wink, wink. Lawn jockey. Because yeah. you, your stepdad was famous for his racist memorabilia he kept in the house you grew up in, right? Yes, yes. The... And to go with it, one can of chocolate brown paint. Right. <laughs> Yes. This uh, is the rhino shield that never will <laughs> fade. There is a collection of gollywog stuff at, at the pad, yes. We, we're going to give you the rhino shield paint so he never becomes light-skinned. <laughs> horrible. It's terrible. I know, it's horrible. Uh, another failed one was a John Rocker anti-Semitic bobblehead night. Oh, there you go. He was quite the thing back in the day. Number three, Tencent <laughs> O'Doul's Beer Night, sponsored by Alcoholics Anonymous. There you mm. go. Yeah. Tricking you. Number two, another one that was rejected was a Chechnyan family night. It was, uh, yeah, wow. That's a good one. Well, I'm digging that. And number one. Ha-ha! Paul Schaefer. Magic Johnson AIDS Awareness Night, sponsored by Magnum Condoms. Oh, oh there we go. Jesus. I'd, I'd go. I'd go to the game. Because you could use some Magnum condoms, correct? I, I, I use them more as like a come on when I'm uh, in a Rite Aid or something like that. And you come a, on the condoms at Rite Aid? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Hear me out. And I, I uh, accidentally bump into a girl and, oh, what falls out of my pocket? Just you're, a Magnum condom. You're that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, my God. I got to bend down and grab my Magnum condom. How's that working out for you? Uh, it's, it, it's, it's hit and miss. It is definitely hit and <laughs> miss. More misses miss, or yes, are you yes. hitting some stuff? I'm, I'm missing a lot. Uh, Who uses the Ramsey's condoms, by the way? You see those in like the gold foil? Ramsey's. Oh. I'm, I'm not familiar. They're, they're named after Ramsey's, the, uh, the Egyptian pharaoh, pharaoh which yeah. is kind of badass. Yeah. Like only, only the best for my dick. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know because is there like, some like legend about Egyptians being potent? Yeah, like I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like if it was a Mark Anthony, I mean, not like Mark Anthony the singer, <laughs> but Mark- whoa, no, those would be good. That'd be a hot seller. Cause, well, no, because he was doing J Lo with him, right? But I want the I want the condom that fucked Cleopatra. You know what I want? I want a little asp skin. It's a like, sheep skin, yeah. An asp spin condom. <laughs> Right, apps. Did I say aspen? aspen. aspen. You said aspen, as in like the mountain resort. Biden Asps skin. Right. Condom. 
that would be kind of badass because then also it's it's a fashion statement because like everybody likes to wear like a leopard print thong or maybe a snakeskin uh, print thong, but or or flip flops. Yes, <laughs> there you are. But to have like your, your wang look like a snake, like it, that would be good. That's actually yeah. I actually would. I'd get. I'd get one of those. Yeah, <laughs> for special occasions, right? right? Right. Yeah. Why don't they paint the outside of a condom? You know, make it look like you know something else. But it's always weird because they they have the different colored condoms. Right. Like I, I've I've said before, I've I've worn a black one before, <laughs> <laughs> and imagined. I believe they down. prefer to be called African American condoms, Todd. We weren't even making that kind of illusion. But why, 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 why do we have the most racist show we've ever put out already? It's happening. This is, this is it. We tackle race relations on this show. Let's move on to our main, <laughs> main topic of the night. All right. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Oh, wait. Okay, before we get into that, mm. I just had a brief thing I wanted to mention, and then we can move on. Huh. Uh, you guys might have noticed when he came over today, my gardener is here uh, planting a bunch of trees that I recently purchased on the side of the house. Right. And uh, I was having a conversation with the gardener the other day when I was, I, I kind of, I bought the plants and I was like, you know, could you plant them uh, on the side of the house? And uh, I, I, I love my, the, the gardener that works with us. Uh, he's a bit of a talker, you know, like he, he will, he will talk your ass off and, that, and he's the nicest guy, but he was telling me, and this is Cray. Huh. What do you got? That my gardener goes to Michoacan in Mexico. Yeah, that's deep. That's where he's from. Yeah. And he goes there every Easter, and he dresses like Jesus Christ, and huh? he carries a 65-pound wooden cross through Michoacan, and he has people literally whip his ass till he bleeds like he does like the Jesus Christ, like the Stations of the Cross, and he walks through town, and he told me, he says that... Um, when they whip him, like there's other guys that, that that do it as well, right? He goes, but it takes him three weeks to heal from the wounds, but he heals in three three days. Now, do you think the people are whipping him uh, just because he dressed up like Jesus Christ, and they're like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you doing, man? Idiots! <laughs> That's not cool." And as far as three days, is he trying to like say he is Jesus? Oh, the three days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, this guy's got a little delusions of grandeur. Hey, hey, hey. He's a nice man. He's a humble man, right? A man of the people. Yeah. But yet the son of God. Yeah. Well, he was, he, was, he was saying that basically, like, God heals him after he does it. And he's telling me this. I was like, wow. He's a Christian scientist? Huh? No. Oh, no, no. But, and, and so I was, I was kind of blown away by it. Yeah. And then I, I figured this bodes very well for my garden. Right? You're just seeing the benefits Trans- to yourself in this. Transcendent properties right there? Yes. The, the transcendent property of if God is healing him, then he, he's, he's working hard for my plants. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Have you seen my cordyline trees? You got Looking a little, good? You got a little uh, Garden of Eden going on? Yeah. Got a little something going on. If, if there's an apple that grows out of it, the question should be... Don't eat that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's so tempting. <laughs> Especially if there's a snake. Don't. Well, that that's on my wang. Oh, that's right. That's my asp condom. Yeah. There, you <laughs> there you go. Far Out is brought to you by Tupac Malt Liquor, the finest for when you have to pour one out for the finest. Product not potable or designed for human consumption may cause blindness not officially endorsed by the Shakur Estate. I want everybody 
who listens to our show, the next time they go to a cocktail party or the next time they're hanging out with their friends at a bar or the next time at a social engagement yeah. to be equipped for conversation. Oh, very good. Talk- the, you're giving them talking points like Bill O'Reilly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You, yeah. And I want everybody to be a patriot, not a pinhead. Let's do this shit live. Do it live. Well, we need that drop, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so I would think that people who listen to this show, and there's you know, a good amount of people who listen to this show, that maybe you know, there's some conversations stimulated through this show that maybe they bring up. Uh, amongst friends and family or whatever, like when the you know the shows I listen to, I, I'll be like you know hanging out. Oh, I heard on you know Tim Conway's show the other day that blah 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 or whatever. And, but you know I always cite the reference. Sure. But uh, I, I was thinking the other day I want to give people who listen to this show the opportunity to be a huge asshole next time they go to a party. Oh. By equipping them with some but actuallys for the next time they're out. <laughs> That guy. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You you want them to be that kind of jerky guy, and so which is you? No, I'm not. I, I do. Do I come off like that? Like, are you ever talking about something? And then I'm like, well, actually, mm, if in you, fact, <laughs> and nobody likes that guy. No, but we we we, we want to arm people with facts because that's know, what we do here. But actually, those people are very factual and they know what they're talking about. Yeah, and they, the, you find these people all over the internet. Yeah. You mean Wikipedia? They, <laughs> and they will send me emails when I am factually wrong about things. Often. And sometimes when I'm just making a joke and being factually wrong because it's funny, uh, they still will, no, 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 you were wrong about that, blah, 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 blah. Like I got some kind of fucking no, agenda. it's just ignorant. It's just ignorant. Believe Elliot. me, he, he's, he has no agenda, people. He's just riffing. He doesn't know what he's talking about. That's right. That's I got, right. I got no agenda. No. Nope. You, Buck, you got any agenda coming into this show? Mm. I have a lot of propaganda, yeah. but, but no agenda. You're just, you're just throwing it exactly. out there. <laughs> I just know a lot of propaganda, but no real agenda. So yeah. I'll just go for any propaganda. I got a question real yeah. quick, Buck, because Buck is, Buck is wearing something that's always interesting to me. Uh, right now, you have black dickies on. I'm going to work right after this, yeah. You have a black <laughs> t-shirt. Yep. And... You have a black hat with nothing on it. Nothing. There's no label, no sports team. Nothing. It's just a black hat. Four bucks. Yeah. So it seems almost like you're an anarchist right I now. I do look kind of anarchist, right? Yeah. 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 What, okay, so that's just your work attire? You're not trying to like be <laughs> no, an no. anti-commercialist? Right. you got to wear all black on the truck, you know, or at least some kind of shirt. I have another shirt right here, but yeah, it's basically... This is my work attire. I'm Johnny Cash right now. Yeah. He's, uh, he's got a lot of propaganda, just no agenda. That's what it is. And plus, I got my green Puma, so that offset it. Oh, good. It, Again, a visual bit. I know we love it. We love it. <laughs> I know we love it. <laughs> so, what, what the main crux of our topic today is, there's a lot of common misconceptions in this world. There's a lot of kind of, as, as they say, heuristic thinking, where it's the knee-jerk reaction to the popular facts everybody knows about uh, normal events. So, we're going to talk about some things. I found this uh, list on the uh, internet of all places, wow. and it's of common misconceptions. These things everybody thought they knew about, and everybody discusses openly, but actually, you're wrong. Throwing wow. out some truth to the people. Yeah, and I'm wrong, I'm wrong about most a lot things. of shit. Yeah, most things. Most things. And, and I, I, I've tried, because I, I always say that there, if there's one thing I'm trying to promote, it's the idea of constant personal growth, <laughs> and the idea that... Are you Richard Simmons? <laughs> Jeez. It sounded very Richard Simmonsy. I'm sorry. Yes. 
Uh, Are you hiding food, Todd? <laughs> hiding food? You got some ding-dongs down there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded good, right? Sound bite. Ding-dong. And, and, and so that, you know, I always believed that he not busy being born is busy dying. dying. And part of being born is constantly reflecting on your views and changing them and trying to grow. So we're going to have some nice things here. So the next time things come up in a conversation at a party, you can go... Well, actually... In truth. In truth. The fact of the matter is... Yeah. So, uh, you know, for all the pedants there on the internet, they're going to love this bit. So, uh, Elliot's got a list here. So, Elliot, what do we got here? What are some things we should reconsider factually? All right, let's go. Number one, in ancient Rome, the architectural feature called the vomitorium. We're all familiar with this concept? Yeah, of course. Because, well, everybody believes it. The Romans back in the day would sit and they would gorge themselves on wine and, and, and food. The rich Romans, not the plebs, but like, you know, Mark Anthony. Or, I don't know, was he a Roman? Yeah, he was a Roman, yeah, he was right? a Roman. Julius Caesar and... Um, uh, Tiberius. Tiberius. Nero. Ted DiBiase. They would all just, you know, get really drunk and then vomit. And then, then they could, you know... Eat again. Eat again. You know, it's like the good old-fashioned Morrissey line, when I fell on the floor, I drank more, but there's some vomiting involved. So everybody just assumes. I've seen movies where the people are, it's a real party. Right. It just, I think it was more of a symbol of their excess, being the Roman Empire falling. You know, they had so much, they would just consume and then vomit it up just to consume more. Yeah. I like that. Kind of like us. Yeah. All right. Uh, it was actually an entranceway through which crowds entered and exited a stadium, not a special room used for purging food during meals. Vomiting was not a regular part of Roman dining customs. Oh, lame. So, not yeah, true. I mean, didn't they have, like, I went to um, Bath, England, and they had, like, you Places know, pimp. They have baths? Yeah, it is pretty pimp. They have, like, Roman baths there. And yeah, it's a hot spring. It's real shitty if the guy in the bath next to you was vomiting. I thought there was a vomitorium place there, too. Yeah, I was like, where's the vomitorium? I, I thought there was one. Nope. I was just, not. Then, well, I vomited in, in the wrong place then. <laughs> real faux pas, I was, Real faux pas. I was trying to get in with the culture. When in Rome? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it means I don't, I don't have to have the vomitorium put in my, 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 my dining room? Uh, I, you could. I mean, you could start something new. I mean, you know... I, Maybe when I cook, <laughs> people might need to you do know, that. There are a lot of bulimics, or there are a lot of people <laughs> who use the bathroom for that specific purpose. I think in our society, we should, you know, buck up and admit that that's happening and have a lavatory vomitorium. I think they do at the top model set. Oh, there you go. Can Buck, can you kind of make that your catchphrase? Because I know lots of your catchphrases have never really caught on. If you could just say buck up. Oh, okay. I'll try and work. It that translates in. nicely into a. Uh, he's got. He works years on his catchphrase. Exactly. A bumper I sticker. Never right? find them. What else we got in there, Elliot? Uh, the entrapment law in the United States does not require police officers to identify themselves as police in cases of a sting or other undercover work. So next time you ask, "Are you a cop?" Uh, just realize when the guy says no, he's probably still a cop. Yeah. They don't have to tell you that? They don't have to tell you that shit. I mean, that's like, that's when... You like, didn't know that, man? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> You've been asking people Whoa, that? Dude. <laughs> yeah, I haven't known that forever, Every yeah. time you meet someone, you're like, you cop. You gotta tell me, though. Yeah, you gotta tell me. Gotta that's, tell me. That's part of the rules. Just like when you, if a cop's following you and you drive into your driveway, you're safe. That's the game of cat and mouse? Yeah, you're safe. <laughs> that's that's home. 
You're home. I've been pulled over in my driveway before. Oh, that's so shitty. <laughs> Did I tell you this story? No. You ever told this story? No. What are you, Ray Liotta Goodfellas? No, dude. When I was, no, dude. <laughs> when I was, uh, I was like, I was very young. All right. So How young? What's very young? I was like. 19. 19. Okay. And my buddy Drunk C hooked us up with some 40s, right? Because, you know, it was hard to get alcohol when you're not 21. Yeah. And I was at a buddy's house who literally lived like three blocks over. And and so in between, I drank like a 40 and then I I drove right around the corner, which we don't advocate drinking and driving on the show. Never. But I was like 19 and you do stupid shit when you're 19. Right. And so I was living with my mother at the time in an apartment and it was, you know, probably midnight. And I drove literally three blocks right around, and and right as I was pulling into my mom's driveway, boom! That's Torrance PD, man. Yeah, you don't screw around with the Torrance PD. Don't fuck with them. Because when you live in a neighborhood that's like borders on the hood, mm-hmm. the cops really crack down on shit. Right. And so I was pulling right into the driveway, and I, I drank a little bit, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and so the cops pulled me over right in the driveway of my mother's house and so the lights are going yeah of course and they're, they're literally in the driveway so uh, as one would think with the weird prison yard ideas of justice they can't get you once you get in your driveway dude you're you're not driving drunk you're not you're home look my sir my address is this right here yeah yeah i'm free yeah. no but they so they, what they did was they began searching the car and pulled me out of the car. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) And there were two cops. And one of the cops was searching the car, and the other one was talking to me. And he's like, have you been drinking tonight? Blah, 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 blah. I was like, no, officer. And I was like, like, my heart was ready to jump out of my 19-year-old chest. Right. And I sat there, and then... Uh, one cop was being nice and like talking to me, and the other one was going through the car. Good cop, bad cop. And the good cop was talking to me, and I was like, yeah, I had something to drink tonight. Oh. Yeah, I was like, dude, you can probably smell the Mickeys on my breath. <laughs> from, the eight, from the eight ball, your breath was stinking. Yeah. Yes. And so the other cop was going through the car, like, I don't know, searching for meth or whatever, probably because <laughs> that that's where the party was in those days. And, uh, and so... The I was waiting. I was like, once the good cop tells the the bad cop searching my car that I had been drinking, then it's it's game over for my ad. Yeah. And so then the the good cop, or the bad cop looks through the car and goes, "Car looks good. Don't worry about it." And like called the other cop off. Oh. And so the other cop was cool and didn't go, "Hey, you know, kid's been boozing." And so the the police car pulled away, and I'm like, "Oh my god! Oh my fucking mother does not wake up to this." <laughs> the, the the cop drove away. And I immediately I went right to my mom's house, and I like locked the door, and I I drew a bath, and I just sat in the bathroom. I was like, oh my god, I'm never drinking a drink. I drew a bath. Yeah, what are you? <laughs> what are you, a twelve year old girl? I what lit is some this? candles, put on some Enya. <laughs> I am going to bed. I said, Calgon, take me away. <laughs> what I, the fuck? I grabbed uh, Boons. Yeah. Oh my god! And so I just went, and I just, I just. Went to bed and I woke up the next morning like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> but when the cop is searching your car, you're like, oh shit. But even though there's nothing in the car, you have that moment of going, what's in there? Yeah, right. Yeah. What could I have possibly. It, it was like my mom's car they were searching. No, I thought it was my car. I think it was my Tercel, but And was Drunk Seat with you at the time? Because that, that wouldn't be a good Oh, scene. yeah, no, it would have been over. He would have been in jail. <laughs> <He would've Yeah. laughs> straight you hanging over. with this Hawaiian, the drunk-ass Hawaiian? We know him. <laughs> drunk-ass Hawaiian from Gardena? We know his ass. 
All right, what uh, what other common misconceptions do we have? Uh, the word fuck. Oh wait, real quick, real quick. Mm. Back on that one. Uh, we were talking real quick about like the the cops having to say whether they're cops or not. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a movie called Land of the Lost, which came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, the one with Danny McBride and Will Ferrell. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. It's kind of a, it's a shit movie. I liked oh, it. I liked uh, it. But there was <laughs> I like a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah but, but you know what? There's some funny scenes in that movie. Right. And the scene where Chaka Ch- him and Chaka are tripping out. Him and Chaka are tripping out. Yeah. And Danny McBride turns to Chaka and goes are you a cop? <laughs> you know, you've got to tell me if you you're a cop. Tell me if you're a cop. Yeah. And that was one of the funniest scenes I've seen in a movie. But yeah. I, always, I always reflect on that. You've got to tell me if you're a cop. You should be honest with me, okay? You're a cop. Son, Nancy Chaka, that's your name. Seriously, by law, you have to tell me if you're a police officer. Marco? Hello. You wear a wire? And I've had many situations in my life where people have asked me if I was a cop. And I was like, do I look like a fucking cop? Like the time when I I told the story on the Brian Whitman podcast when a guy pulled out a bindle of crystal meth at the Snug Harbor up the corner of the shitty dive bar. And I would just sit next to this guy and he's like, look what I got. And he pulls out a little bindle and then he goes... Are you the cops? <laughs> it, well, it's too late by fucking then. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> and then he shows me he had meth on him. Like, All right. Uh, uh, ring-a-ding-ding. Enjoy I always, yourself. You know? I always have that feeling around anyone that does any type of drug besides weed. I don't know what it is. Like, I just feel like cokeheads and stuff don't want to get me involved in it, and they don't invite me into the, hey, going over here. Yeah, I'm not part of that, but the big stoner you know, smoke-out circle. I'm right in the middle of that. Well, everyone, you know? but, but then they hate they hate the cokeheads. You know, the, the the stoners like, oh, you you dirty. We we do this. This comes from the earth. And then the cokeheads are like, this shit comes from the earth too, motherfucker. <laughs> well, you know, with weed, everyone's willing to share. When you buy something like coke, you don't want to share that shit. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's, it's more financial. Yeah. Well, that and an addiction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I when I was 21, uh, I don't know if you guys were hitting the bars when the ABC was rolling around. The ABC. Alcohol Beverage Control. Okay. Uh, they would hit bars up. No, we don't, as we the don't un- even know what that is. Yeah, no. as the underagers. And they would slam the bars and shut them down. Oh, wow. So I would go into bars and they'd ask, are you ABC? Because I was a young looking kid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They'd ask you that? Yeah. Before- like, are you a narc? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, are you ABC? And I was like, I don't know what that fucking is. And they're yeah. like, yo, you got to tell us if you're ABC. And I was like, whoa, dude, I'm just trying to get a drink. Now you know if anybody asks you. So people, maybe there's some cops listening to the show. If you are the cops, you ain't got to tell them. I think they already know that, Todd. They're probably told. All right, fine. (laughs) What else we got here? Uh, Back to fuck. Oh. It did not originate in Christianized Anglo-Saxon England. Oh. 7th century CE. That's common era. Yeah. Uh, As an acronym for fornication under consent of king. That's what I thought it was. Nor did it originate as an acronym for unlawful carnal, carnal knowledge. knowledge. Yeah, that's oh, what that's I the thought. one you know. That's what I thought. I, I knew the first one, yeah. So you know that, that kills that Van Halen album title. The only title. reason I knew that was thanks <laughs> to Van Halen. Yeah. Sammy Hagar. Uh, Van Hagar. Earliest recorded use of fuck in English comes from 1475 in the poem Flen Flies. That's two Y's. Where it's spelled fuckant. F-U-C-C-A-N-T. So I'm... Motherfucking? Is that is that what? I'm not. I'm not if his music came out back then. Would become. I don't know. I'm not familiar with 
Flynn flies. Flynn, Flynn, Flynn. Fighting, Flynn, Flynn, Flynn. This one goes out to Buck. Hey, hey. 420. Yes, what is the origin? Please Because we, we uh, had this on the show the other day yeah. that we didn't know the real origin. And then Buck said that amongst the stoner community, there's a lot of ideas, a lot of propaganda being spread, but nobody was really clear. No one knows. I always heard it was uh, after you ingest marijuana, it takes four minutes and 20 seconds. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds for ridiculous. For that shit to hit you. I just heard it was a time that everyone gets high or usually gets high around that time. All right. It That's did not originate at... The police, Los Angeles police, or penal code for marijuana use. Oh no! The use of 420 started in 1971 mm. uh, at San Rafael High School. Where is Where is San Rafael? Is that like in the valley? Oh, wow. Okay, that's right. L.A. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Wait, I think I've heard this. Okay, go ahead. Uh, where it indicated the time 4:20 p.m. when a group of students would go and smoke under the statue, right? Yep. Of Louis Pasteur. Oh. So. Very nice. Why Pasteur? Maybe Bucky should get a large, a, a large uh, statue of Louis Pasteur and put it in front of your house, and that can kind of tip people off in the neighborhood about what you're up to. <laughs> How about a lawn jockey? How about a <laughs> lawn jockey at Pasteur? <laughs> How about a How about mecca that? visit? That'd be better. A what? A mecca visit. What? You can you and your buddies all get together at a uh, San Rafael High School. Get under a uh, San at, or get under a uh, Louis Pasteur statue at four twenty. At four twenty. Say we do that. Yeah. And this is a high school top? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get fucking busted. I'm sure people have tried it before. Let's do it. State property. Yeah. But if any cops come up to you and they say they're not cops, you, you can't be sure now. Exactly. Yeah, that's I true. don't know. I don't know. What else we got in there? Uh, drowning is often thought to be a violent struggle where the victim waves and calls for help. In truth, drowning is often inconspicuous to onlookers in most cases. Clean up your speech. What are you talking Sorry. about? Announcer Ellie, you're really letting me down. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh, my God. In most cases, raising the arms and vocalizing are impossible due to the instinctive uh, drowning response. So when you drown, it's a quiet death. What the hell? I, you know, I've actually heard, I mean, in, in no way are we trying to... You know, let people know. Hey, go. You know, go jump Are you off. Are about a- killing yourself? No, no. I was I was reading the other <laughs> day that that when people drown, actually, it gets to this suffocation point where it actually becomes quite peaceful before they die, and like your body goes, all right, cool, you're drowning. I don't mean to torture you anymore. Just uh, slowly tamper out, and your body actually produces a bunch of chemicals and stuff. So like, you actually enjoy the final stages of drowning. Really? Now. I don't want to say this and then have a bunch of people fucking drown and then right. our numbers go down. Right. So wait, 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 wait. Can I get high by drowning? Is that what you're saying? If you're beating off. <laughs> so what you got to do is you, you got to take a bucket. Auto-erotic drowning? Yeah, so you got to put put your head in a bucket and then if, what you got to do is you got to find a... The like, happy medium? You got to find a waterproof eye, iPhone and you put the porno at the bottom of the bucket, right? You just put it in a fucking Ziploc bag, man. Oh, true. Okay, and then, then you, you set it up and then you... <laughs> And then you put that at the, the the bottom of a bucket, and then then you beat off while watching the. And then hopefully, then once you get to the peaceful part of drowning, hopefully you have release. So you really got to time it. I hope no one takes yeah, this. Don't do this. Oh my god! Don't do this at home. Uh, to, to be to be fair, our show is labeled explicit on on iTunes, so nice. No kids are listening to this. Hopefully, yeah. Or, oh yeah, I mean that would be illegal, right? Just move on. Move on. <laughs> um, the redhead gene is not becoming extinct. Thank you. 
Wow. Is that a good thing? Well, I mean, okay, we, we talked on a show a while back. when we They had, like, don't have souls. Yeah, they're gingers. Yeah. We, we talked a while back uh, on a show we had, when we had Kira on. Remember Kira? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love, loved Kira. And we had Kira on, and Elliot gave me this poster of this hot redhead chick, which is in... Uh, the Mexican uh, redhead chick who had clearly dyed hair. <laughs> yes, but she was very hot, and we were talking about putting the poster up in the garage, because I thought that would have man up the garage, and Kira had her issues with it, but I was talking about how my... Uh, as you get older, much like your taste buds change, like, you know, there's foods, like I didn't like coleslaw when I was 11, but now I really love coleslaw. Delicious. Delicious. Mm. Wow. And I feel the same way about redheads. Like, when I was younger, I didn't really find redheads attractive. Now I think they're pretty hot. Mm. Right? That, that my taste had changed. So, and then, and then Kira was, you know, kind of in her head, because she's kind of a feminist about the whole conversation. But uh, the fact that the, the, the redheads won't die out in my lifetime is a, is a nice thing to know. But, but, and and but, you've never had, you've never gotten with a redhead. You have no history, nothing like that. No, I, maybe that's why I I'm that's positive why I, about yep, it. Yep. Uh, the women that I'm starting to have taste for are women that I haven't experienced. Don't they're all fucking crazy? It's yep. true. Um, but yeah, quick question: We got to get Kira back on the show. Elliot, love you, love you being here. But you know, I, I haven't been the last couple times I invited Kira. She was busy, and she has like a boyfriend now. And the thing is. Guys with girlfriends are like, fuck, I'll do your show because I can get away from the girlfriend or wife. Right. When girls have boyfriends, they're like, oh, I'm hanging out with my boyfriend. Why do yeah. I want to hang out with you guys? Yeah, well, she already has. She's already got a man. going with the ladies I care about. It's the coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, no girls will do our show lately, right? We haven't had a girl on our show for nah, a while. Jenny, Jenny Yang was the last one, right? Yeah. Jenny's blowing up these days, too. Jenny, <sighs> Jenny was writing for uh, some big, big time... Uh, I think I could say that she was working for Key and Peel. Oh, nice! Wow, nice. yeah, she was working for that, that show. That was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I'll go up with the. Uh, I'll end it with a little bit of last science on that. Uh, so they can't become extinct unless everyone who has the gene dies. Recessive genes don't just become extinct. Also, people stop having sex with redheads, and then we'll just end it, right? If yeah, everybody just said, "I'm not going to fuck a ginger," well, actually, no, that's not true, because you can still have the gene if you don't have red hair. But but. It can still be in your soul. I think my wife has. It's dormant. My wife isn't isn't a redhead, but she told me one day in quietude after we had gotten married. Uh, yeah, you don't you don't tell someone that until she it's told locked me. In. And she was like, "I have it." And I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> She's like, "My my grandfather has the gene, so I could potentially." Birth uh, a little Ron Howard. You know, I think she was just worse. Uh, she had a Clint Howard. She was covering. She was covering <laughs> her bases just in case she wanted to ever hook up with the uh, ginger. You uh, know, and the the kid. Oh, out, and then the know, kid comes out. Kid that comes way? out like that. And she's just like, well, you know, Grandpa. I'm. Uh, she does like Harry from the royal family. Oh yeah, yeah. He's sexy. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm hardcore ginger family being Scottish. Oh, My yeah. mom's first question when I was born was, "Does it have red hair?" <laughs> it <laughs> when it came when you came out of her. Yep. And what? Did the, and the doctor said, "Were you bald or no?" No, I had hair. I looked like a old Jewish comic. Nice. I, I was you looked a, like Jackie Mason when you were born. I looked like a fucking gross old man. As I'm a, I was a disgusting baby. This I had the three sixes, oh like little dots on the head. Oh my god! You you came out and you're like, "This light is terrible. Can oh. I get it? Can I get a brisket?" <laughs> 
What, what kind of birth was that? <laughs> this was... <laughs> Never come into this hospital again. My my birth was painful and way too short. <laughs> uh, alcohol does not make one warmer. I think we all knew that. No, well, that puts a lot of. No, same- all of these are <laughs> things. All of these are things that I've based my life on, which is shocking to me. Because I thought, you know, I think the guy from ACDC died of that, right? Like he was out. Bon Scott. Yeah. yeah, the OG of ACDC. He was uh, freezing, very cold, and you know he's rock star. He's like, fuck it. And he just kept drinking and drinking, and it actually closes your pores. I think. Yeah, it yeah. makes yeah, it makes you colder. It constricts. Right. So, but uh, yeah, this is shocking to me. I always, you know, because whiskey makes you warm. It yeah. just uh, yeah, it numbs you. It just numbs you from the cold, man. Oh man. <laughs> As a dog lover, this is going to put a lot of St. Bernards out of business. <laughs> oh man, they were always a good thing to find, right? We were raised. Thank that, God. <laughs> we were raised as children believing that alcohol would warm us. Right. Every yeah. cartoon, yeah. something really fucked up happens to somebody in the snow, and then there's a St. Bernard there ready to, you know, take care of it. I, I, a little, I would, a little uh, keg on his leash. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. hope that every um, medical transport vehicle would have a little keg in there. You know, you're yeah. get you're getting paramedic to the hospital. Hey, you want a draft? You know, they just got the keg right there. Got the keginator. I want to put a six-pack of Bud Light Platinum on the top of Furry Murray. Oh, you can do uh, three on each side. Like, have a little doggy. I can put them on his hips? Yeah, you do, like, a little doggy uh, harness thing and then put, like, the beers on the side. He's got to earn his keep. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) he's your your jackass. You're a Mexican guy and he's your jackass. He's my burro? Yeah, he's your pull pull mule. (laughs) My pedo burro. But, really, so that's... uh, well, remember, Buck, back in the day, I always wanted to ask you about this, so I'll just ask you on the show. What's going on? You used to have, like, like your grandma had a a cabin up in Wrightwood. What happened to that, and why aren't we recording shows? Because Wrightwood is in the right. in the mountains, like near the snow in L.A., and it's only like an hour and a half away. Why aren't we recording shows in your grandma's... I've been up there sparsely through the years. For one, it is very... It's in the mountains. It's rustic, to say the least, meaning there ain't no shower. Ooh. Yeah. There Ooh. ain't no shower. That's fine. We have, you know, the old 1920s or 30s, when you'd see people in a tin, a circle tin thing, and they're scrubbing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's there. So we got a, a thing and a scrubber to scrub you off. So it is very desolate. Oh, it, that's fine. I'll just bring, like, a bunch of wipes. Like yeah. baby I wipes. It. I tell people beforehand, look, it's it's rough in it. In a different kind of way, yeah. you know. But it is a cabin. It does have a fireplace. All this nice shit. It is pretty cool. Because we, we went up there way back in the day, and we we had a great time in the woods, and we created something that was brilliant called snow dick. And we literally, because there was so much snow, yeah. and Southern California people, when we go up to the snow, it's like it's like a little kid at Chuck E. Cheese in the ballroom. It's like seeing God. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? And we made a huge penis, I remember, on the lawn, and we called it Snow Dick. <laughs> and I think we peed on it. <laughs> this, this happened? I totally forgot. I, I wiped this out. In order to warm up, we had uh, peppermint schnapps. Which doesn't work. Yeah, it, evidently. I got, I got colder. Like but so, 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 Buck. Yes. Please tell me that one time, uh, maybe next winter, we can go up there and record a grip of shows in oh, the snow cabin. All right. How much fun would that be? Me, you, Elliot, maybe Oscar. We go up just just dudes. And then also, the trunk for my uh, 89 Honda, I left there. 
Jesus Christ. Because when we went up oh, yeah, there, it was the like the back year, part. Yeah, 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 the back part, you know, the, the movable trunk. I actually left that, and I, I, that's like four cars ago. And that, but I kind of wanted to get that back. Let me foreshadow. And that eventually led to some of our instruments being stolen, didn't it? Yes, because people could see in my <laughs> yes, trunk. because they could see in your trunk, and you put all of our instruments in your trunk. And then all of our shit got stolen at one time. Pure it was, genius. It was quite the, uh, quite the band we had right there, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let, so, let's do that. It'll be like this is the end. You know, we'll just stay up there for a few days and pretend like the world's ending, and we'll see what what goes on, right? And we'll just record all of it. Yeah, that sounds like a blast. So next time around uh, November, we'll go. We'll, we'll do SoCal Kids in the Snow. We'll get weird. We'll take some pictures, take some video, and we'll record a whole bunch of shows. Just hold up in the snow, drinking hot cocoa, and uh, it'll be good. Maybe a little bearskin rug, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe a skiing montage where we take off, <laughs> yeah. where we uh, challenge the kids from the slopes. That means the, the rich kids. <laughs> Push it to the limit. By the way, do any of us ski? Do I've, any of us snowboard? I've never skied. I've never, I've never skied. 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 You ski? Look at that. What do we have in the garage? Hey, rich, rich man over here. <laughs> no, hey, the, what's up with this? <laughs> hey, what's it? No, actually, the owners, when they sold us the house, they're like, you want say, these skis? Yeah. We're not skiing anymore. I was, so was going like, to say, right. you don't ski. They probably came with the house when they bought it. And none of us snowboard, right? I've skied back in the day, though. I'm a pretty good skier. Honestly. I don't do the double diamonds and shit, but... I, I sled. Yeah, exactly. I do, too. And there are sleds up there, Elliot. Don't worry. Yeah, so we're, we're good. Yeah. Woo. Boo, yay. All right. This is on. This is in ink. We're doing this. Yeah, why not? Far out goes snow. The ski-tacular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the far out ski-tacular. <laughs> what else we got here, Elliot? Uh, here's one I think we're all going to disagree with. There's no physiological basis for the belief that having sex in the days leading up to a sporting event or contest is detrimental to performance. Ooh. Wrong. Yeah. Wow, because because they they say they they ask like athletes like don't have sex, right? And you know the NFL this works so like don't have any illegitimate children before game day, <laughs> right? And uh, don't uh, don't <clears throat> in, masturbate. In, can I can I just say in preparation for this show? Oh no, I didn't have sex for what? <laughs> how long? How, how long? Yeah, what? How long has it been? What? I know exactly. He, this he, is he, in preparation, though. Like I, I have to, you know, it, it drains you, man. I know. So yeah. you're 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 ready. I'm you're, all pumped up right now. Yeah, once yeah. you get home after this show, <laughs> yeah, it's full bore. Yeah, and, and well, I can't say that for Elliot because Elliot tells me I got a lady. At, well, I have a lady as well, but at, at, does is, does it drain what, you? What, Elliot? what do I say about her? <laughs> this is what Elliot tells me. The first. Night when he starts dating this girl, right? right? This is what Elliot tells me. Okay. I can't believe this. <laughs> he starts dating this girl, and I'm like, because I was I'm really close friends with Elliot's ex, and we're still very good friends, and I love her to death. I don't. So Elliot starts dating this new girl, and it's going to be a little difficult for her to get in the fold, because it's like, we love the other girl, but now she has a husband, and everything's cool. But So Elliot tells me, at the Snug Harbor, we're having whiskeys, and he drops this one on me. He goes... You know what my new girl is? I said, what? She goes, she told me I'm her sexual soulmate. No, no, no. I'm, I said that she's my sexual soulmate. Oh, my God. <laughs> you said that. I said oh, that. I <laughs> my headphones <laughs> on. Wowzer. Is that still working out for you? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Well, maybe. Well, I guess according to this, 
You having more sex is a good thing? I don't know. Read on. Yep, yep, yep. It actually says, in fact, it has been suggested that sex prior to sports activity can elevate the levels of testosterone in males, oh. which could potentially enhance their performance. Oh. So maybe you need to tell your sexual soulmate woman that before you can... Now, now don't be late to recording because you're doing some crazy sex moves where like she's upside down and then you have the sex swing going in your mm. Beverly Wood apartment. But you know, just say, hey... Uh, Elliot's going to need a little release before this show in order to keep coming back. Because, you know, if you start performing poorly on the Far Out podcast, who knows? Maybe the emails stop coming. Right. Mm. You know? Uh, neither cracking one's knuckle nor exercising while in good health cause osteoarthritis. Okay. I got. Do you guys, do you guys crack your. I crack my uh, knuckles. I have, I, have, I have this weird uh, thing where on my. Uh, I don't know if you can hear it. Can oh, you yeah. hear that? Yeah. Nah, it's. Something. It's I like got, a heartbeat. I got the, I got this weird thing on like two of my fingers on my left hand. Ugh, you're cracking Elliot. I crack my I crack my knuckles a lot because it's like a, it's a nervous thing. But I don't. So I don't fine. do that. I don't subscribe to it. My neck, yeah, but knuckles, no. But what oh. is it? What is it? When because I always wonder when I crack. What's cracking? It's like let's get this shit started. That's what you do, right? But what is? But what is it? I hear it's like air being released from the knuckles. Oh, you're saying something to do with the cartilage. I know that. Uh, and the old myth was that you, when you're doing that, you're wearing down the cartilage. Yeah, and you're gonna get arthritis. Yeah, right. But that's just like genetic. The arthritis. Yeah, yeah it's true. It is just genetic. Um, I am a big popper. Like I, I crack everything. You do everything. poppers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> do a little amyl nitrate with your sexual soulmate? Big popper. I just do them all the time, man. I, I gotta stay awake somehow. <laughs> a little ether. <laughs> we should do poppers on this show. Yes. I keep trying. <laughs> I keep trying to get um bath salts. I want to do a bath salt show. Oh. You, mentioned, you mentioned that in Venice the other day. Yeah. Yeah. You. <laughs> let's find Why? some. Let's find some bath salts. What do you want to eat? Someone's face? Well, I just want. I, I want to be the first podcast to do you know bath salts and then record a show. It's mm. just. Ground, groundbreaking. groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the other day, like Beatles, Sergeant Pepper. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sergeant, also recorded on bath. Sergeant Popper. <laughs> we're just taking it another level. So the the man from the internet the other day, who's been on the show many times, he's been so busy recently, he hasn't come back. But he's one of the great guests we have on the show. And the man from the internet tells me he was at some uh, like E three conference or something, and like uh, some people were doing a podcast. And they said it was the first ever snuff cast where they killed somebody on the on the show. What are you talking? And and I was like, no. Uh, low budget FM killed many people on the show. And I was like, I was like texting him back. You need to tell those motherfuckers that Todd Perry <laughs> wrote a bit on low budget FM in two thousand nine, I think, where we killed an intern, and then we killed subsequent interns. <laughs> so no, he is not the first ever snuff cast. That was the uh, low budget FM, and I think far out we've uh, captured the first ghost ever on a show. Maybe we've done a lot of we've, you know, tripped into the void the first killed time. Some aliens, yeah, yeah. killed aliens, killed many things. You but. guys have gotten far out. Yeah, we have. Don't say you guys, Elliot. You're just, I've been there. Big a part of the show I've is been there uh, for yeah. some of it. Most of it. All right. What else? What? Else? Wait. To 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 finish this. The last one. Um, I actually already knew this. Is is it about getting? Aren't hair you on, smart? Is it getting hair on your hands if you masturbate? 
No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, you'll totally get hair on your palms yeah. as you masturbate. Yeah, it's but it, but it, it makes it glide easier. I, I gotta, I gotta shave all the fucking time, <laughs> man. <laughs> You've got nair. <laughs> you just put on your palms. I am just. I've tried everything: waxing, threading. Mm. Shit just just comes back so yeah. goddamn fast. <laughs> uh, Thomas Crapper did not invent the flush toilet. No, oh. no, that's bullshit. <laughs> nope. No. No, no, no. I actually, uh, I got an entomology book thinking it would be fun. No, not entomology. Etymology. Okay. Right? Wait, which is the one? Why, why, why did you get in... Oh, entomology is, is bugs. bugs. Etymology is words. Now, okay, I understand getting an etymology book. I don't understand getting an etymology book because it would be fun. I, you know, I was expecting it to pay off. Be like, oh, this is the true story. But it was mostly uh, just like, well, you thought this definition was fun. But guess what? We're not going to tell you the story. We're just going to disprove everything you've ever heard. <laughs> so, flushing toilets were first used in the Indus Valley Civilization mm. around 26th century BCE. So they started flushing. Long, long time ago. What was it? The Indus Valley? So is, that, is that in Mexico? No. I feel like no matter where they started the flushing toilet, they're still not using it. <laughs> right. Wow. Where it began is not it's not being used. They signed utilized. off on it. Yeah. So maybe as an American civilization, we're flushing now, and later we're just going to be like back to the hole in the ground. But the guy's name was Crapper, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And Wait. we referred to. Oh, go ahead. Well, this gets better. It's yeah. it's only going to get better. Right. I'm okay. sure the the Crapper family fights this every day because they they have some kind of in and some kind of money making long long lasting patent. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Crapper, however, did much to increase its popularity and came up with some related inventions, such as the ball cock mechanism. Oh, what, wait, wait, what's the... Uh, yeah. Uh, it's used to fill toilet tanks. So after you flush, it uh, refills the tank. They, met, they invented the ball cock? The method, yes. But not the Crapper. No, people are people already have the toilets that uh but see rinsed everything out, but they didn't have the uh refilling back part that uh we're all so used to and fond of. Yeah. Now, did all b- now now did Bidet make Bidet? I don't know, that's not on the list, man. <laughs> did Bidet make Bidet? Francois Bidet? <laughs> yeah. Did Bidet make Bidet? All right. So I'd like to thank uh Elliot for for doing that. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for being her on the show. Say hey. And uh, we're going to end with a little song that's called Crucify Your Mind because hmm? oh. there's a guy named Rodriguez and for those of you who've seen the movie Searching for Sugar Man, it's one of the the best documentaries I've ever seen and I really recommend it. Oh. And he's come up with some in- incredible music and th- the whole movie is about a guy that uh, made something brilliant and didn't get recognized Was for it, it till later. Or a player that made you pay the cost? So I say, uh, listen, watch the movie Searching for Sugar Man. Were you tortured by your own thirst? And get cold fact by Rodriguez. That I made you Tom the Curious, that makes you James the Weak. And you claim you got something going Something you call unique But I've seen yourself pretty showing 
As the tears roll down your cheeks Soon you know I'll leave you And I'll never look behind Cause I was born for the purpose That crucifies your mind So can't convince your mirror As you've always done before